Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, everybody. I'm Jackson Bailey, and welcome to another episode of Jackson Bailey Spooks America. I'm Jackson Bailey. I'm Adam. And I'm Joel Dusha, replacing Joel Zammett for today and maybe forever. Today, what we're going to talk about is, is, uh, is this one's a little bit hard to swallow, but like always on Jackson Bailey Speaks America, we got our opinions, we put them in a box under the table. Today, what we're talking about is um, another cryptid, so an animal that has been reported by uh, individuals, but has yet to be officially catalogued by science. Um, and it goes by the name of the Mokulambambe, which I'm sure I'm pronouncing incorrectly. What it effectively is, is a living sauropod dinosaur mm. that exists within the African Congo, in a particular basin, uh, the name of which I completely forget. How old is this dinosaur? It's a species. So the idea oh. is that this animal has survived and evolved over the course of the last... And evolved? Billion years, yeah. It's not like, oh, just one is real old. It's not like... Because I'm thinking that right now... unbelievable. I'm thinking, I'm thinking crocodile, <laughs> alligator. Mm. They're both as old as the dinosaurs, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. So right now, it's feeling very plausible. Okay. That Ooh. such a thing could Ooh, happen. Plausible I'm, from Adam. Of literally everything we've ever discussed, this... It's like some. I'm, 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 when I think a reptile like mm-hmm. a crocodile or something like that, am I thinking right in what this creature is? Um. Well, so. Okay, here we go. <laughs> uh, just, I mean, I didn't actually say It's anything, actually a like... three headed bird <laughs> creature. It's covered in tiny spikes. <laughs> it sounds like something could definitely happen. Like, the Congo jungle's dense, it's I imagine. Thick. I've it's never... a thick place. Look, this might ruin a bit of. Uh, a bit of the mystique. <laughs> Mystery, the mystique, the mysticism surrounding the one, the only Joel Dusha. But I've never traveled to the Congo jungle, so I'm not sure how thick or thin its shrubbery is. <laughs> You've been around it. I've been around it. Just but never in. No. <laughs> a bit scared. Uh, so, unfortunately, it is not described as looking like an alligator or a crocodile. It's described as having skin very similar to, like, a hippopotamus. Uh-huh. Being very large, just big as an elephant. Primarily aquatic. Uh, big, thick, trunk-like legs, a long, um, stiff tail, and then did, a... Did this creature definitely exist long ago? No. Well, what the... the, the I mean, like, okay, sauropod dinosaurs did. 
Sauropod dinosaurs did. Okay, yeah. It's just that the descriptions given by people... So it's more gone that there have been people in the Congo and other places in Africa, um, and they're like, I saw this animal. What is this animal? And people are like, well, that sounds similar to a sauropod dinosaur because we have no other animal that currently exists that resembles what people claim they've seen. Do you know what I mean? So it's not like there was a dinosaur and people are like, I reckon I'm still seeing it, like the thylacine in Australia or something to that effect. It's more like people are like, what the heck did I see? And everyone's like, maybe a brontosaurus. (laughs) Um, Uh, uh. (laughs) The name Moklumbembe in the native tongue, and it's got, there's heaps of different names for this animal. or something? Yeah, I don't know what it is. Because there are so many different tribes um, within this area of the Congo, they all have a different name for it, um, which I think lends credence to it. One of the things that that's a pro, I guess, um, but it means overturner of boats because it uh, apparently is quite a danger. If you're canoeing down the river, it rears its ugly head and pff, knocks the boat flying. So with that in mind, knowing that it is described largely as just like an actual brontosaurus that lives in the like thick, murky waters of the Congo. Where are we now? So we were at like a 90. Okay. That's like I was a too. 90. I could very much believe that as being a thing. Okay. Now I'm remembering mm-hmm. there's a lot of military action in the Congo. A okay. lot of soldiers tramping around. No one's shot at this thing, <laughs> brought back a dead corpse or mm-hmm. anything like that. You're describing it like a brontosaurus. <laughs> yeah. We're down to maybe no, uh, like a 30%. No, better than 30%. Right. I'm still saying above 50. All right. 55. I'll take it. You said aquatic, though. Yeah. So are we talking amphibious? Is it like both? Or We're talking like... amphibious, yeah. Mm. So the idea is that it spends most of its time uh, in like the riverways and stuff, mm. but that it'll come out to feed. There's a particular plant that all of the native people are like, ah, it fucking loves this plant, eats the shit out of it. And there have been uh, there have been quite a few expeditions to the Congo to try and find the Moklumbembe. Uh, it was the most recent one was in 2013, and they often find these plants that have been eaten by something. But hey, there's no guarantee it's a brontosaurus. Plants eaten by something is really <laughs> unmentionable, <laughs> that's, actually. That's not really evidence. So. The pros now, like like always, my opinions are in a box as well, and I'm I've fucking been reading about all of these since I was such a wee boy, but I I always find something like this quite hard to swallow, and 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 for weird reasons. So they people are always like a, the Mokelum Bambe, it's a um, and other reported surviving dinosaurs from the Congo, of which there are many. And we'll get to them in time. Um, <laughs> so uh, they're you know like oh it survived you know all this time. However, you would think that if something had survived all this time, it would have evolved slightly and no longer. Like if you look at like animals today, from millions of years ago to the present time, there's been like a significant amount of change. Horses used to be tiny. Yeah, horses used to be little, and now they're <laughs> of size. Of horse size. Um, so you, you would think there would be some change in evolution there, that there would be some difference. Also dinosaurs existed uh, the way they did because of the specific like uh, fucking atmospheric properties and the amount of X in the air. Could be a dumb question, but what? Okay. The amount of ecstasy in the air. Sorry, (laughs) The amount of Ekkies floating in the sky. That's all right. Yeah. That's Um, good. That's good. You like it. Everyone likes that. Get around it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Do drugs. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Whatever. It's a Patreon-only special, so it's fine. (laughs) It's fine to do. We're all doing drugs. (laughs) (laughs) I'm coked out of my brain. (laughs) That's a little insight. Yeah, no, we're all Cocaine does not seem like your drug. I lick frogs um, <laughs> <laughs> for the that. delicious poison. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, so 
It was the rising temperatures on Earth that killed off dinosaurs, right? Well, yeah, the rising... Plus well, the meteor. There's so, a lot of different things, and it's hard to pin it on one. The currently accepted theory is that a meteorite strikes Earth, it fucks everybody over, not only because of like the initial impact, but also uh, it releases a lot of shit into the atmosphere, which causes like Dust a clouds. fucking... Yeah, exactly. And then nobody can breathe and see, and everyone dies. However... Because it, it didn't kill everything on Earth, because... Well, yeah, we exist. We're still knocking about. And I know that, like, we humans didn't exist in human form at that point, but life had to find a way. Exactly, and interestingly, so surely. Well, well, the some... thing is, and this is a very interesting thing about the specific place that this animal is seen, is that the um, this particular area of the Congo, or the Congo Basin, I'm not sure what it's called, but that's actually remained largely unchanged for millions of years. It's one of the few places on the Earth that has been sort of protected. It's in a kind of valley of sorts, and it's surrounded by something about the plates underneath it. I, again, I don't know the specifics, but it's meant that this area, whereas everywhere else on the planet has shifted and moved, this area has stayed pretty much the same um, mm. since the time of the dinosaurs. Time immemorial. Term, t- exactly. Also, it is not the first example, or it's not the only... Oh, we do have recorded examples of animals that we thought were extinct that, in fact, weren't. In this specific place? No, just in the world. Wow. (laughs) But, I mean, animals that we thought were extinct from, like, a similar amount of time to brontosauruses. So, do you know what a a colocanth is? Ooh, that sounds familiar. So I have no idea. Neato bloody Pepito story. Uh. These two cryptozoologists, they're uh, walking along a fish market one day. In, uh, in yes, Asia. I remember this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they see this fish, and they're like, "That's a fucking weird looking fish. <laughs> I ain't never seen no dang fish that looks like that." They're like, "What the hell is this fish?" The fishermen are like, "I don't know. They're fucking everywhere. We catch them." The fish is covered in bony plates. It has this real weird looking mouth. It's very bizarre looking. You can look it up. And they're like, "Holy shit!" They take it back. They do some studies on it. They find out that it's actually this 165 million year old species <laughs> that has just survived. And is eaten regularly by people on this coast. And they're like, oh, my fucking God, this this animal that clearly we thought, like, was gone at the same time as the dinosaurs, even beforehand, I think. In fact, um, it wasn't. Here we have, like, a living specimen. And then, like, ten years later, they found another one on the other side of the world, completely different subspecies of the colocanth. So it happens, and it's got a name. I think it's called a Lazarus animal or a La- Lazarus? Lazarus, an- Lazarus animal. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. yeah. Like Lazarus from the Bible. Like he came out of the ground. <laughs> Jesus put him there. He was like, no. Oh. Atheist zero, Catholics one. Because Jesus was like, I've been doing miracles. And someone was like, Jesus, your mate died. And he's like, oh, my God. My miracles have fucked over my mate. Time to pull out the biggest miracle of all and bring him back bring from him the back. dead. I like that in my scenario, Jesus put him in the ground. <laughs> Jesus. I'll bury him if you and I'll bring him Je- back. If you, G- if you fuck with Jesus, he will put you in the fucking ground. Dig a hole and bury Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is like, I'm going to perform a miracle today. First, I need a volunteer. Lazarus, time to get ice. <laughs> Get blap, under. blap. <laughs> blap, blap, motherfucker. Blap, blap, bring you back, motherfucker. Jesus with like a do-rag. <laughs> with Man. Jerry Girls. That's the Bible. Um, <laughs> the power of me compels you, motherfucker. <laughs> so there, are, there, is, there is precedent for it. And a lot of animals that we think, and this is not as ancient animals, but a lot of animals that we assume died out, you know, like millions of years ago, actually died out recently, comparatively. For mm-hmm. instance, um, like the mammoths. They were still knocking around when the pyramids happened, like in ancient Egypt. They were just mammoths about. They were a pygmy mammoth, but hey, they were around. Um, and uh, what other animal? Giant ground sloths in South America. They found 
evidence that not only were they existing around the same time that humans were, but also that they were farming them, which is super neat. But then I guess we farmed them to death. That's something to that. That's effect. a classic human maneuver. We, it's one of our basic moves. <laughs> yeah. In the like baseball card. No. The Pokemon card. No. The baseball- Yu-Gi-Oh card. Oh, Jesus Christ. I got like worse and worse as yeah, I went. You got further. Baseball card was a good one. <laughs> and then we arrived at Yu-Gi-Oh. You card. got further and further away. Yu-Gi-Oh cards just have an attack and defense. Yes, yeah, he's right. <laughs> Damn, Although, he's right. Some effect cards. I don't know shit about. I don't Yu-Gi-Oh. think if humanity were a Yu-Gi-Oh card, we wouldn't be an effect card. <laughs> nah, it'd be like a three-star monsters, four hundred attack, six hundred defense. I, yeah. I mean, I can't yeah. deny or agree either way because <laughs> I'm not a nerd. I am. Continue to describe this <laughs> extinct creature or extinct creatures, just in general. Continue to list them, please. So, uh, Tasmanian tiger. I got my, uh, I got my fucking point ready to go. Uh, Tasmanian tiger is almost an example. The fatal scene um, is uh, definitely ex- dead, though, and we know the last one, so that's fine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. There have been sightings on the mainland in uh, Tasmania and also in Papua New Guinea, but I'm sure we'll explore that in a later episode. What's your point? So, you, so <laughs> as a piece, you fuck. No, so, go on. Prepare to fucking take my point. Right? Okay. So, you're you're telling us, oh, uh, these are all animals that we thought were extinct, mm-hmm. but have come back. And I feel that's the same level of proof as like, oh, this like I've drawn this card six times in a row. Oh, uh, yeah. Chances Another are, one. Hey, chances I'm are. I'm probably going to draw it again. No, I think that's that's absolutely, like, understandable. I think it, the fact that the Colacanth has survived is, does not in any way mean that the Markle and Bembe or, or a Brontosaurus and Apatosaurus or whatever has remained into the modern age. But I, I think it's just it's showing that, like, it can happen. It's not a completely unheard of. I feel thing. like if we're putting our thoughts in a box and under the table, that sort of stuff. It's on in the box. It's kind of just assumed. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, so further evidence. Um, and there have been sightings here not only from the native people, but also from missionaries that have um, been like set up How there. How long ago? Uh, sightings have actually been coming out of the Congo for hundreds of years. Um, I've ex- said this on another episode, and it's it's – it's got its strengths and it's got its weaknesses as as evidence or as it's it's entirely anecdotal, but it's still interesting. Uh, is that there is this place called Ishtar, uh, and it was this city that was buried by the sand, and um, well, the city remained, but there used to be this wall around it that was buried by the sand, and in the like 30s or 40s, it was uncovered, and on this wall there were three images. There were no four images, four animals. There was a lion, a bull, a horse. And then this really strange-looking creature, uh, which is known colloquially and maybe officially, I don't know, as the Ishtar dragon. Um, And it's got four legs, four stumpy legs, a long neck, and a long tail. Now, people were like, why is this animal, you know, an animal that's clearly fictitious, like on this wall with three animals that aren't? They're quite (laughs) real. So what's that about? Now, the stone used to build this wall is a specific kind of blue stone. And this stone is actually only found or has also been found in the Congo, in the same area that the Mokulambembe has been seen. So the idea there is that people mining this stone see this animal, they come back, they tell about this animal, and then a not very great rendition is etched on the wall. Similarly to how the Dutch came to Australia. Where where was this city, sorry? Uh, it's in the Middle East, I'm fairly sure. Middle East. Maybe Turkey? I don't know. <laughs> okay. So, But it's somewhere where you could make that trip, you know. Um, but yeah, similarly, you know, like the Dutch came to Australia, saw kangaroos, and then drew pictures of kangaroos, and everyone's like, what the fuck? 
Have you seen early drawings of kangaroos? I have, yeah. They look so floppy. They do <laughs> they look like incredibly dumb. The least rigid <laughs> animal I've ever seen. Which is I funny because always... kangaroos are almost all muscle and are therefore <laughs> very cut. Exactly. They are a cut species. Yeah. They, they are. Also, and this is where the, the whole sort of thing gets a bit flimsy. So in the Bible, <laughs> oh, speaking okay. of Jesus, there is He's this back. story where I think one of the apostles is, um, or maybe one of the saints, is in Ishtar, this city. Mm. And he... Um, Comes across, he's pretty much going around being like, God is the illest. And in one of the temples, he's going to all these temples where they have false gods. And in one of the temples, they have this dragon. Now, the way the dragon is described within this particular scene is very similar to the descriptions we get out of the Congo. Mm. And the idea being that, like, maybe they shipped one down, kept it, and were like, we have a god. And someone came in and were like, that sucks. <laughs> My God's better. Anyway, so that's it, it gets flimsy there, but that's another story that lends. Uh, I was so on board, but now that story, because now I can almost explain all of these things and just piece them together. Well, it's exactly. been a fucking roller coaster for me. I was like 90, 55, 70, 30, <laughs> 60. I'm not quite done. So, okay. uh, the Do you re- want to hear my theory? Yeah, so- please. Shoot. Okay, because okay, this could like deconstruct everything there. Yeah, go not. All right, so if it's in the Bible, mm-hmm. that could explain why it's carved on the. Oh, wait, no. No, it doesn't. I just fucked up time again. <laughs> Classic douche move. Again? I'm real bad at, like, history. Like, I... She doesn't know the chronology of time. No, okay, so in my head, I was going to be like... Well, not in my head. In my head, I was like, ah, oh, okay, so it was in the Bible, which explains why that... Why they would draw it on the... Wa- but actually, no, it's the other way around. It would have been the other way around. Yeah. Historically, because the Bible's only like 25 years old. <laughs> the the Earth's only 10. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a weird thing, but God made it all. <laughs> yeah, so unfortunately, I mean, however, um, that's not to say that because, like, a lot of passages in the Bible, it was taken from somewhere else, and that an earlier book or an earlier story got incorporated into the gate. There's also no reason to believe necessarily that the animal on it is like anything more than a bad drawing of another animal. <laughs> Could be a giraffe, Some people are like, maybe? it's a horse. It's just another horse. If it's got a long neck. I'll find giraffe. a photo of it for you. Because it's, it's probably good for you guys to see. And yeah, that's, a, yeah. that's a classic part of Jackson Belly Spooks America. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I show you pictures. We try and remember what fucking <laughs> that tool was from the other episode. It's great. Did we figure it out? Nah. Uh, I'm going to guess Hamill. Here we go. I think we did figure it out. Yeah, though, we did. We? It was called like a, 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 a something. Wait, uh, which episode? The one I was fl- in? I do, yes. The murder weapon one? Yes. Wow, this just got real con- Yes, no, it was. Yeah, yeah, that's one. We're, where the to, Yeah, yeah, no, no. no. The they house, were in the house, was, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Sorry, the city is not called Ishtar, the city is the city of Babylon. Um <laughs> Ah yes, I'm familiar with that one. Oops. So that's the dragon that's on the wall. <laughs> that's that just a fucked Would horse. be a giraffe. Yeah, it could be a fucked horse, could be a giraffe. It does have crow's feet on its back, which is weird. What? Look at its feet. There's feet of feet of birds. Anyway, just Google the Ishtar Great oh, yes, Gate Dragon and you'll get another. Yeah, it does image have of weird. It. So when the native people uh, were it's questioned. Like a, yeah. If a lizard were a giraffe. Yeah, which is kind of a good description of a brontosaurus. To <laughs> or be a dragon. <gasps> Dragons are real. We did it. <laughs> So um, when questioned, the native people, uh, they were like, yeah, no, they're around, they're a hassle. Uh, in fact, they, they told a story about how one was killed, uh, like about five years prior to the uh, anthropologists or cryptozoologists or whatever coming to their village. The invention village. of white people in the Congo. <laughs> Did you say the intervention or The in- invention <laughs> yeah. of white people in the Congo. Um, but they, they talk about how they killed one and then they ate it and everyone got sick and died. 
which is a real weird story to come it's from. It's funny that. that you kill the first time you kill a creature, you're like, I want to eat that. I'm going to give it a try. Well, honestly, though, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but fair. You give it a No, win. no, you don't just eat things. <laughs> and when shows. What are you, sharks? <laughs> Yes, I feel like you gotta give it a go. No, like I mean, I, I mean, when like, you go I to can... weird markets and places where they're selling like weird That's food, it's different. <laughs> you know, you're being for... sold a food. <laughs> yeah, you're being sold it under the pretense it's a food. Yeah, okay, but in this situation, that's what's happening. I'm not just being like. <laughs> I'm gonna eat that right now. Well, like... yeah, if it was sold in a market, but if I just killed it, I wouldn't eat it. <laughs> mm. Anyway, you gotta believe in yourself more, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> when when the the <laughs> native people of the various places where this. Um, animal is seen saw it they uh were shown a uh several like zoology books and books on both living and dead creatures and pretty much nine times out of ten they would choose a sauropod of some variety as their best description are these people who would have definitely seen it as well yeah these are people who are living in the heart of the congo in the same area that these animals are purported to exist purposed purposed to exist so I mean, I guess largely that's your evidence for and against. You have a lot of sightings um, from people saying, like, yes, we've, we've seen this animal. Um, a lot of people talking about not necessarily only just seeing it, but being like, I've heard it. Uh, spores, footprints, all of these things have been seen. Spores. Spores. Uh, so just sort of like droppings and oh, that kind okay, of right, like, right, right. you know, basic animal leavings. Mm. But at the end of the day, that's all the evidence. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Evidence we have. So I guess when you boil it down, you're looking at evidence like you have an excellent place for an animal such as this to exist. There is precedent for animals to survive this long and change. There have been sightings from reputable sources, and there has been very scant physical evidence seen. There's a couple of photos out there. None of them are great. They're often like, look at this big lump in the sea. Classic. <laughs> I don't know. Well, um, a lumpy sea is still something pretty impressive. Well, I'll, I'll find a photo of you because there's a photo that was taken by a helicopter pilot um, uh, as he... F- I want to know how densely populated the Congo is. Not very densely populated at all. It's um, one of the least 
uh, densely populated place. It's one of the. It's like almost impenetrable for most people. Mm. Michael and Bambe photograph. That's just an elephant. That's probably a good way to end. <laughs> and on that's that probably note. a good way to call it quits. <laughs> Okay, I can't I can't find the photo, but there was a photo Although based on the cave drawing, because like originally when you were describing it, I was like, that's just gonna be an elephant that's mm. in the water. Like an elephant's gone to take a bath. People have seen it being like, shit, that's a brontosaurus. <laughs> well no, like, it's just a wet elephant. Y- you're not like kind of wrong though, because if if I had to give an explanation for what a Markland Bambay is, because like all of these these animals that are purported to be seen, I'm like, maybe it's not the animal given, but it could be something else. People are seeing something, they're not just lying. Or if they are lying, there's like 80 tribes all across the Congo telling the same lie. Um, so what are they seeing? An elephant is not a bad explanation. You got the trunk, which kind of looks like an extended head from afar. It's described as being about the size of an elephant, same skin tone, would leave similar footprints. The only difference is that the elephant has quite a small tail. The Mokonbembe is always described as having quite a large, thick Trump-like hey, tail. this is probably a really dumb question because no, I'm, I'm sure not sure how fine. science works. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who is? Adam. I got a reasonable understanding. <laughs> All right, so a mule is like a donkey and a horse. Oh, I like Gee, where this is going. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, boy, I'm in. <laughs> so, like, is it possible that an elephant and something in a similar... Like, is there a similar... No, there is no other animal. That an elephant a... and a crocodile. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, what about, like, an elephant and, like, a... Yeah, right off the road. <laughs> I feel oh, like ele- elephant and hippo. So an elephant's. A I think mite you're kind of just than... getting a weird crossbreed between them. Not what this kind of is. <laughs> yeah, like they're already super similar in a lot of ways. Yeah, but maybe you just need to fuck with the DNA just a bit. I guess. Like well, when, I mean, one an elephant like when... and a hippopotamus are two very different animals. Oh yeah. Like... Startlingly different. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> and then the elephants really big. Guys. Who are you to judge their love? <laughs> Plus, there actually aren't that many uh, elephants in the Congo. There are some, but like not enough to be fucking hippos. <laughs> Although that, there are more hippos, to be like, honest. Someone who hasn't seen an elephant very much. Potentially, there aren't as many elephants in the but Congo. But still, there are enough mm, that if you're like yeah. a native of the Congo, you're gonna know what an elephant. It's got to be something that. If these people are getting a good look at it, mm. it's got to be something they haven't seen before. Exactly. Or it's um, something, because like they, they're they just like, yeah, it's this animal. It's a mock on Bambay. So we as uh, anthropologists and as like the Western big science are coming in <laughs> and saying science. like, Apatosaurus, what you're seeing is a, a, but that's only because that's the best explanation we can come up with. That's not to say it's not a specialized form of hippopotamus or a specialized form of Elephant. In other places in the Congo, um, oh no, hang on, I've got that wrong. There's anyway in 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 Asia uh, somewhere there are water elephants, which is another cryptid that people see. Where they're like, yeah, it's like a flat elephant with an oval <laughs> head. People are like, mm, okay, <laughs> don't know how much I believe that one. So, well, actually, no, mm-hmm. that could be. That's actually a good point. How deep in water can elephants get? Fairly deep. Plus, they poke their trunk out, and it looks a lot yeah, like elephants a... can swim. I think. Yeah. So Wait, but can elephants... no, they can't. Can elephants go underwater and use their trunk like a yeah, snorkel? Yeah, absolutely. Can they? I don't. Mm-hmm. Didn't didn't when he like was attacking the Romans? Didn't uh, Hannibal have a lot of problems with getting elephants across water? I remember a story where he had a lot of problems getting elephants across water. Elephants swimming. Gonna Google it. Good. Well, I'm sure you could find a video of elephants. I'm swimming. finding so many elephants swimming. Hannibal's just a bloody. 
wuss. <laughs> Somebody's elephant swimming. All right, fine. I will believe that ele an elephant can swim. <laughs> Sometimes here in Jackson Bailey Spooks America, you just got to call out Hannibal for being a little wimp boy. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes you got to be like Hannibal. I've had it up to here with you. Man and up, you little wimpy bullshit. Um, Ride that elephant better. <laughs> it's on you. But yeah, so an elephant elephants do swim, and they do use their trunk uh, like a snorkel. So, so it could simply just be. Like, because when you look at something and it's underwater, especially if you're in like somewhere like the Congo. Wait know, a minute. Get, like, what type of elephant is that? Is that an Indian or an African elephant? It's a Congian yeah. elephant. It's a Congo elephant. It's a one of them is bigger, but I forget which one. <laughs> it's a book. Uh, we don't have to get caught up on this if you don't. I'm googling it already, Adam. So <laughs> good on you. <laughs> one of them is smaller, but I forget which one. I think it's Indian elephant is smaller. No, they both swim. Look at that. Damn it. Oh, the one where it's just the trunk above water. That's yeah. cute. Well, that's what I meant. Because, like, that could simply... Like, people could just be seeing it underwater. and because like shove my nose above water. You can. It's not hot. <laughs> but, but, like, have, have a, think about having properly. a bath. <laughs> but Do then, you drown like, in the bath? Swim and breathe properly. <laughs> yeah, but you can. You just need to lie on your back, but certainly your nose is If I'm moving, out. then there's going to be water going up Well, there. that's because noses aren't designed like that. Y yeah, and I wish I had a nose. That was... <laughs> no, I God don't. God damn but I see what you mean. You're right. An elephant with its trunk above the water would look superficially similar. And if you're looking through water, the neck of a water distorts the images so it could make it look like it's got a long tail when really it was probably just a leg. Yeah, that's absolutely very possible. And also the water in the Congo is not terribly clear. So you would just be seeing large Especially shapes. if there's an elephant in there. Especially if it's chockers with elephants. <laughs> so something interesting. Um, that's my theory so far. It's just people have just seen an underwater elephant, which is pretty good. And they should be stoked they saw an elephant <laughs> underwater. That's pretty great. And I, I think there's a lot of uh, potential there to explain away the Mokulambambe as such. Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, please. Are these creatures be described as being very aggressive? Uh, yeah, towards boats. They don't like you being in their rivers. Are the elephants idea. very aggressive? I feel like if they're swimming, they're going to be spooked. However, I feel like if you are attacked by an elephant, you know it's an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you're a boat and it's underwater. Yeah, like... If I'm in a boat, the last thing I'm going to be looking out for is elephant attacks. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I, th I feel like if if you can say, Jackson, yeah. that elephants are very aggressive, proven and aggressive towards boats, <laughs> I feel this is very plausible. I, I, no, I agree. I think elephant is a good explanation. My only issue with it would, with it would be that the native people know what an elephant is. And it doesn't oh, matter how confused you are by, like, you're visually seeing it, you're still going to know what an elephant looks like underwater and out. Unless you kind of already have this, like, myth. Of this creature. Well, that's what I was going to say. Another explanation for the Mokulambambe is that actually just no such creature exists and that the animal is purely mythological and, and that the explanations of the descriptions we get from the native people of the Congo are like just that, just a myth. Something else. Maybe an elephant did attack them and they were like, oh, it was the... Yeah, exactly. It yeah. must have been because what else could it have been? And even if you're just like, you know, you, you have this different outlook like a lot of native um, sort of people do where you're like, the world isn't so black and white as real and not real. So mm. we believe in the Mokulambembe even though maybe sometimes we don't see it, whatever. And then if you're a missionary or you're somebody who is not native and you see an elephant in the water, you're like, ah, oh, that must be what they were talking about. You know <laughs> what I mean? However... Having said that, there is always the story of this zoologist who was in Papua New Guinea, and he met these, this tribe. And this tribe had for years been telling people that, yeah, our ancestors, they live in the forest. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, ancestors, they got a star on their forehead. And when you go up to them, they reach out their hands for a hug. And they're like hopping. And he's like, right. And every 
person, every anthropologist that came through was like, wacky native beliefs. <laughs> you motherfuckers are crazy. And one zoologist was like, uh, let's figure it out. So he's like, show me where they are. They take him into the forest, and uh, that zoologist is the first person to catalogue uh, a tree kangaroo, which has a large white patch on his forehead that does sometimes superficially resemble a star. And also, when you approach it to try and scare you away and make itself seem bigger, it opens its arms <laughs> like it's going in for a big cuddle. But in fact, it's just being like, I'm real big, fuck off. <laughs> so it's not the best practice to completely ignore native belief and native descriptions, but you just got to kind of sometimes see through the folklore to whatever the reality is. So that's the Mokulambembe. And and this is something that is actually makes me discre- like this makes me question the existence of the Mokulambembe even more. So there are heaps of other prehistoric animals that are described as being in the Congo and in Africa. Mm. You have another animal called the Emele um, in Natuka, which means killer of elephants, which is described as basically being like, um, remember Spike from The Land Before Time? Yes. Yeah, like him? Super dopey? Yeah, well, not super dopey, but like <laughs> being like a long uh, sort of like a lizard with a large horn on the front of its face. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that, that's there. It kills elephants. It lives within the Congo. Uh, you also have something called the um, Congamata. Uh, Congo's probably with a K instead of a C. Uh, and that is basically described as being like a pterodactyl, which is, again, seen mm. within the Congo. There's another thing that is is called, I shit you not, Mbele Mbele Mbele. <laughs> this one actually name. sounds familiar. Uh, which is described as being basically like a um, like a fucking what do you call them? Would they got the big frill around their head? Oh, frill neck lizard? No, not frill neck lizard. It's a dinosaur again. <laughs> oh, the one that spits be... shit at no, fat it's like, bloke not, it's in like a big, It's like Park. a bone frill. It's more like triceratops? a like a triceratops. Yes, yeah. described as being like a triceratops. So weirdly, from the Congo, we have loads of different reports of these prehistoric animals still existing and. Either they are all just examples of another animal that have been misconveyed or misconstrued, or, or there's like some kind of lost world in the Congo. And to me, that just there's a dinosaur, a uh, dinosaur park of sorts. <laughs> um, and I don't know. To me, that just that just makes everything like everything all that harder to swallow. Mm. Um, but I, again, like I still don't really have an explanation. At the end of the day, I can't. There's nothing I can be like, it's not this, it's that. I'm still I can't reconcile this story with my Catholic beliefs. <laughs> I do struggle. I do struggle with faith every day. <laughs> Touch God. <laughs> so what are our thoughts? At the end of all this, what are our, what are our thoughts? Where are we sitting on the Mokulambembe? I... <sighs> Sounds like you're saying on the Mokulambembe scale, where do we sit? <laughs> oh, no, about a 6.7. No, um... Hi. Yeah. Yeah, I just think it's just another animal that people have seen wrong and they know, like, it's a similar case of, like, people are seeing a similar thing because of the story in the Bible and the local knowledge of that drawing on a wall. Mm. And if elephants aren't super common... So your theory, I guess, is that... Water elephants. Water elephants, effectively. People are seeing an elephant in the water and being like, ah, it's probably like a syrup. And they've probably got, like, Congo fever. Yeah. Because it's hot and... You get a lot of parasites, you're not wrong. (laughs) Drives you crazy. Your brain's wrong for a bit, and you're like, that's a Moklabembe. Oh, yeah. Could be. That potentially. Again, like, the, an elephant is not a bad explanation. And a lot easier to reconcile than just somehow this sauropod has survived millions of years. Because as much as people like to trot out, and I, even I myself did it, to be like, hey, look at the colacanth. That survived so long. You, 
It's but a fish. There's a difference. Yeah, exactly. There's a difference <laughs> between a fish and a dinosaur. At the end of the day, what about you, Adam? Where do you sit? I'm torn. I'm genuinely torn. I I I don't know which one I believe is more likely. That it might be, you know. Uh, I like that just- mine is now a theory. Also, <laughs> like as in like like how the Moklabembe, everyone's like, ah, oh, it's all this stuff. Now you've presented it like. My theory has also just been around for years. Like, it's a wet elephant. <laughs> the Joel Dusha elephant theory. <laughs> the Congo is run rampant by wet elephants. <laughs> so many. A documentary by Joel Dusha. Hello, my name's Joel Dusha. And uh, welcome to Joel Dusha Presents Water for Elephants. <laughs> so if you look there on that map, that gives you an idea of where the kind of Congo is, uh, mm. that particular area with the Mokombembe scene. You can see it's largely uninhabited. No, there certainly doesn't appear to be any major uh, cities. Yeah, I feel like it's possible. Mm. Like, What I, would you call it? As a living dinosaur, it's possible or something else? I think as a living dinosaur, it's possible. Wow. That's it's like, a, like a swap. Normally, douche is in on it. I'm like, yeah. like no, nope, what elephants? Hulks, that's good. <laughs> Super underpopulated. Um, Unlike everywhere else, it, it hasn't changed over you know countless years. The only the only hang up is once again like I'm a I know the Congo is kind of like a very well a lot of a lot of Africa can at times be very war torn. Yeah, and so I'm a little surprised that some ship of armed men has not gone through, been overturned, and these men were like, let's Let's fill this thing with lead. Although wet guns don't work. (laughs) (laughs) I've got you there, Adam. (laughs) Well, interestingly, Adam... So much more complicated than that, but okay. Well, Adam, last name. (laughs) (laughs) Feel free to call me by my real last name. I Uh, do it all the time. (laughs) Carnivorous... Sniveler. Yeah. Adam Carnivorous Sniveler. (laughs) Adam Carnivale. Um, Fuck. Got him. You see, with guns, they have gunpowder. And if gunpowder gets real damp, it doesn't spark, which doesn't shoot a bullet. Got you there. One other piece of evidence, and we'll close on this one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Before we get to come to blows. <laughs> you can't um, see it, but Jackson's holding me back. <laughs> Adam has tied himself to the table <laughs> to stop him. Using from- a chair. So, um, in, in Africa... Uh, there are these, as far as I'm, I, I understand, there are these different families that produce uh, like jewelry, right? Uh-huh. And they've been doing it for hundreds and hundreds of years. They produce uh-huh. traditional jewelry, and these days a lot of it is just sold, but a lot of the families still produce it internally. And uh, so many of these families have pretty much disappeared, as um, like we only know of them historically. So the families dissipated, they no longer exist. Mm. Now, interestingly, every one of these families had a sigil, effectively. So this was a small um, design or piece of jewellery that they would make specific to their thing, their particular family. And each of these sigils were real animals. So that you would choose like a gibbon or you would choose, say, a rhino. Mm. So there exists one and it was only discovered in the late 80s and it was at an auction and it was the sigil of this long forgotten house, which, uh, gee whiz, it just resembles a uh, sauropod a great deal, a surprising amount. It's um, quite small, like fits in the palm of your hand. It's made of gold. It's got four stumpy legs, a long, thick tail and um, a long extended neck. And people are like, it's very interesting that in this this place where animals like this are seen, we also have this sigil of 
something similar. I'll try and find it. Michael Mbembe. I just, like, I feel, once again, if you have the myth of this creature being a real creature, then I feel like that entire bit of proof is kind of just pointless a little bit. I suppose if you've got the myth, you're like, well, obviously it's a real creature. Of course our house symbol is going to be this. It also feels a little, like, feels a bit like a movie to be like, oh, uh, it's only been recently discovered, this long-lost tribe. Yeah, I, I, I suppose. Like, I, I, I'm with you there. Um, where the it feels very contrived. Anyway, while he's looking for that, how are you going, Disha? Yeah, I'm all right. Um, yeah. yeah, my day's been pretty good. It's I'm good uh, wearing a new T-shirt I got given today, which is uh, the Plumbing it's... the Death Star Live T-shirt. It's a good T-shirt. Fits real well. Uh, if you're coming to the Sydney show, or if you already went to the Sydney show, depending, depending. on when you listen to this episode, <laughs> yeah. uh, hopefully you picked one up for the merch stand. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, it's a quite wow. a comfortable fit. Damn, there it is. Uh, anyway, how are you, Adam? <laughs> I'm I'm good. Oh, okay. That's got a very big head. <laughs> its head is as big as its body. Oh fuck! I got a new theory. What is? This is gonna be good. Okay, is it the Mucklebet? That was the Mucklebet. Yeah, 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 yeah. A depiction of. <clears throat> Do you know what that looks like? An what? underwater elephant lifting its trunk and the moon lining up with the trunk. <laughs> I reckon someone's fucking got crazy Congo fever, has looked into the water. Crazy Congo fever. Seen like half It'll of it. And like a silhouette of the moon has lined up with this elephant. And, I hope. Because that's honestly what it looks like. Imagine an elephant with its trunk up. Yeah, I see what you're saying. And the trunk lines up with the moon. Yeah. Except it'd be very dark. You would have to be like, do they know it's the moon in your theory? No. They think it's a head. <laughs> So do they get surprised every time they see the moon in the sky? I hope they do. Anyway. <laughs> Last point I wanted to make is I hope crazy Congo fever is spelt with two Ks. Yeah. Fever is spelt with a K too. Two crazy Ks. Congo Kiva. Two Ks, but Congo is spelt with a C. And on that note, I've been Jackson Bailey. I've been Adam. And I've been Joel Dusha, replacing Joel Zamet for today and maybe forever. And if there's a, another mystery or a cryptid or bloody... Anything a little bit spooky or a little bit supernatural or a little bit what the fuck ever. You want us to talk about on Jackson Belly Spooks America, tweet me at all dogs are dead or at Sandspans Radio. Also whatever. jump on our Reddit. Yeah, uh, jump on our subreddit. Uh, Sandspans Radio. We One word, no caps. One word, no caps. <laughs> also we have a strict no caps in the studio rule. If you wear a hat it whilst recording. Joel Dusha gets up and smacks you. Belted. Clip across the ears. Yep. <laughs> Take um, that hat off your dickhead. Yeah. You look like a damn fool. <laughs> uh, and yeah, head to our, our subreddit. We don't run it, but a lot of us are. We'll check it out. We have a look. Yeah, look. especially if you want to discuss any theories we've raised. Mm. If you think that it is a moon elephant or a water elephant, yep. let me know. Or if you're like, also, oh, did Jackson forgot this piece of crucial evidence that proves it without a doubt. Also, can uh, someone please request Tom and Shud? Because I really want to talk about it, yeah. but it just hasn't happened. What happened to his brain? It was uh, bleached, wasn't it? I don't know about that. Something was bleached. I know that he had a uh, ballerina's body, and that's real weird, because other than that, he seemed like a spy. I'm mm. looking forward to finding out whatever this is. <laughs> See you next time on, on Jackson, Jackson Bailey's Bailey Spooks America. America. Oh, God, are you... No, no, no! Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Do you wish your brain could be worse? The very idea of ideas hurts you? Well, we've got great news. For just under seven US dollars a month, you can get access to the Bad Brain Boys Plus over on Apple Podcasts and never have to be clever again. Just head to apple.co slash badbrainboys for your one-stop shop to smooth brain bliss, uninterrupted listening, and a heap of bonus content that'll give you ample opportunity to get actively stupider. That's apple.co slash badbrainboys and start your free trial today.